What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It's Monday, and you know what that means. Flying solo here. Solo episode. Taking a step back. There's a lot going on, and I said to myself, you know what, dude? Let's get this rolling out. There's some things that had happened last week that might be good to share on the podcast and might help set the stage for some topics and things to come. I think it is good to take a step back, reflect, and share some perspective before we as marketers just continue to push forward with our content programs, different messaging exercises, campaigns, anything else we're working on. So that's what I'm doing on this episode. I'm taking a step back. and I'm going to tell you why I'm taking a step back. A conversation that happened internally a couple weeks ago, and it got me to think, you know what? I need to provide some more clarity to the team, which means in turn, I need to more provide more clarity to the audience. So in this episode, I'm going to share some perspective on something that I've been talking a lot about, and that is the modern day marketer. I'm going to share who the modern day marketer is, why I'm talking about the modern day marketer, and why the modern day marketer inspires me. This is the hero in the story that we're trying to tell at the Juice. This is the individual that is pushing for change in B2B marketing. This is the marketer that I try as an individual to wake up and be every day. And I will tell you, I did not know that I wanted to be that marketer until I got involved in this opportunity and started spending a majority of my week talking with other modern day marketers on a regular basis. It's inspiration. It's got me soaring. It's got me thinking. It's got me operating in a way that is highly focused on creating value for anyone listening to this podcast, for anyone reading our newsletter, for anyone consuming our articles, for anyone entering the juice hemisphere. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna share the story how the modern day marketer concept came to be, shine the light on it, and hopefully you get some perspective and you can ask yourself, is that me? And if it's not you, then you can think about ways that if you want to be one, you can start developing some, some habits and things that are outside of the traditional way to do B2B marketing and step inside the modern way to do B2B marketing. So I'm fired up. This is not just going to be a one-time thing, this episode. This is going to be a drumbeat that I'm going to hit on the Monday episode for the foreseeable future. We're going to launch a little mini-series that I'm excited about. More to come at the end of the episode, but let's get into it. And before I get into it, I got to just say, are you on the juice? If you're not on the juice, go to thejuicehq.com, hit the link, join. It's free frictionless content experience. I'm going to the juice to search for topics that I'm trying to learn about instead of going to Google. And it's really helping. As a matter of fact, the team challenged me last week and we were talking about modern day marketers and we're talking about different things. And we got into this conversation about, you know, trademarking things and something that I had never been through in the process. And when we started talking about it, I went to Google and my eyes crossed. I just started hitting government websites and 
reading all these regulations and all this red tape and defining trademarking and things to do. And it, it, it like, it was one of those things like content overload at four o'clock at the end of the day. And I just couldn't do it. And I put it b- beside me. Well, the team said, Hey, did you look it up on the juice? And I was like, duh, we work at the juice. I should be doing this. Went to the juice. And of course, HubSpot put out an article on trademarking. And I said to myself, damn, like that's what I should be doing all along. So anyways, there's a little, little, uh, story there to say, hey, if you're not already, sign up for the juice. It's free. All right, let's get into it. So a lot of marketers, you hear this message and this narrative that is hit on all of our social channels 24-7, and it's just like, talk to your customers. Talk to your customers. Don't do anything until you talk to your customers. I agree. Talk to your customers. Talk to those people that are in in the mix, that are that are that have bought into your solution, that are jumping that have dedicated you know budget to you know be a part of what you're building i think that's really great and we should always talk to our customers i've talked to our customers since i've been at the juice the question is you know what if you don't have customers what if you're just getting started well i always think that there even if people aren't customers there's an opportunity to talk to other people who might share a similar point of view on a topic that you are working on, you just gotta go be proactive, do the work and find them. So when I started in January, beginning of the year, one of the first things that stood out to me was, hey, this world of B2B marketing and B2B marketers is a lot different than I left it, you know, five, six, seven years ago, maybe even longer. If I am building out a marketing program to reach these individuals, I need to deeply understand the person we're trying to connect with. I need to understand what they care about. I need to understand what their roadblocks are. I, d- I needed to connect in their message. And I think persona profiles, that's fine. That's the traditional way. But I think when you're building out who you think your ideal customer is, you really need to validate them through conversations. So for me, as I was going through this process, the first thing I wanted to do was just jump right in, start having conversations, get in the mix, get involved. Very ambitious person, so I had to kind of pull the reins back a little bit. I was managing myself. And so instead of just talking, I did a lot of listening. Listening in Slack communities and groups where our ideal juice member, juice customer hangs out. I started listening on Twitter a lot, see what the conversations were about, see what people were passionate about. I tried to do that on LinkedIn, but you know what? Not so much. I'm just not, there's, there's not as much value there, I think, for me in this exercise. So Slack, Twitter, started paying attention, started following, and I, I started learning. So I started gathering perspectives and then synthesizing these, these thoughts with my own thoughts. Okay, well, when I came into this role, I thought these three things. Now, two of these things I've seen consistently. Maybe we should drop out one, my, my one thing that was at the top for now and focus on these two primary topics. So I started gathering these perspectives and kind of meshing it with my own. Then I started to make connections. 
and the these mount up i think you know you can make connections when you've done enough listing listening and you can start engaging if you see someone online who's sharing an opinion that is similar to yours instead of saying hey i'm going to go post and publish this from my account or my page as the thought leader if someone's already doing it, just go engage. Start having a conversation. It's a great way to build an online relationship. I think moving from listening to engaging before trying to be the thought leader is a step a lot of people miss. So I started you know, building this network and this, these connections. And in this process, I, I knew we needed a good way to streamline our content and I chose a medium that I was comfortable with, and that was the podcast, and that was the 3C podcast and this show. And so as I'm building this network and building these connections, I, 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 I start writing down my thoughts on, this is what I, the podcast that I think is missing right now in B2B marketing and content marketing. There are a lot of, a lot of great B2B podcasts out there, but I wanted to know as the person who was listening and beginning to engage, I was looking at a lot of different brands and how they were doing content. And the brands and the, the brands that were doing great content in B2B that inspired me, I wanted to know and I wanted to learn about the people behind those brands. I wanted to understand their thought process, their mentality, what they were trying to achieve. And I thought to myself, you know what? Like if I can have a show that curates content creators, wink, wink, point, point, three C, then I think I will be able to level up my learning in a quicker way. And anyone who's listening will be inspired by these stories. So that was really the catalyst for how I got started. Quick recap. Don't just say, I understand the people who we're trying to reach. Find them, listen to them, learn from them, engage with them. When you've got enough traction and it makes sense, have something to offer them. And, and, and for me, and my thing to offer them was, hey, I've got a podcast about kick-ass brands doing kick-ass content, and I want to tell the story behind your work. That's, if someone's asking me that question, wants to learn about the work and giving me the compliment, chances are, I'm going to probably spend half hour, jump on the podcast and have a conversation. So when I start, have this list together, start working through them. And I'm, and this takes time. A majority of my week was and still is consumed by conversations, but it's great because I get to learn and I get to create, con collaborate on content with some of the best content people in B2B. Okay. So I do these intro calls and you know, I, the intro call for me, I know some people don't do them. Some people do them. For me, it's an opportunity to build a relationship and, and make it less transactional. Like, yes, you're coming on, you're doing a podcast episode, but from my point of view, I wanted to get to know you, the content creator. I wanted to start building out that relationship. So the intro calls, I, I wanted to align. I wanted to align. I wanted our philosophies to align. And so that's what I tried to do, get people to know not anything about the juice. I wanted people to know who I was as a marketer, where I've been and where I'm going, and vice versa. 
And so these connections started to happen on these intro calls. And the, the, when it really changed for me is when we would talk and I would learn, I would take notes because I would try to gather like, okay, here's a good topic we can talk about in the episode. There just started to be these themes, this theme of individuals talking about the space that they they operated in and why B2B marketing wasn't excited and the things that they didn't like about it and what they were doing in their role to, to try to make it better. So I started to compile a lot of these thoughts and I wasn't even poking the bear on these things. They were just happening. And finally I said, okay, well, these individuals obviously see something wrong in the industry that they're working in. And I think it's really noble that they're not just sticking to the status quo and doing things that they think sucked. They're trying to push their brands and their careers forward by doing cool stuff that provides value to the audience that they're building or trying to build. And so when I when I hit that theme with individuals, that's when I knew. And so I started asking the question during calls. I said, well, what do you, why does B2B marketing suck? And in your role, what are you doing to make it better? And that's when it was game over. It started to be rants, 20-minute rants on this topic. And I, I was typing away, just typing away on notes. And that's when I said, uh-oh, like we have something. So then I understand the passion behind these individuals. I understand a content topic that they're subject matter experts on and that they want to talk about. And so then I would record and I'd pull themes from these individuals after the episode. I'd write it down and then I'd synthesize these thoughts again. And I'd ask myself the question, who are these people? Like, who are these people? And, and to me, I, I, the, the lens that I looked at these individuals at was when I was at, at their point in, the, in, in my career, I wasn't doing the same things that they were doing at all. And that was interesting to me. And so, yes, that was a decade plus ago and things change. But these individuals were, were doing things that were different and more value-driven than when I started, started in B2B marketing. And I think one of the biggest issues that we have is the lack of ability to adapt as marketers working with brands. Okay, so I talking to all these progressive marketers and modern day marketers, there you go. I I started to realize quickly that things were changing and in in some cases these individuals were changing and pushing B2B forward while others were staying status quo. And so the lack of ability to adapt to move towards more consumer centric value driven marketing ideas and and tactics from from my seat was winning and everyone else who was doing the same thing was just doing the same thing because they didn't know any better and i think one of the biggest problems we we have we've had and we're we're sitting at in b2b marketing is individuals elevate their career running the same playbook so they've been running the same playbook be moved from you know uh marketing manager demand gen director all of a sudden they're senior director, next thing you know, they're VP, and then all of a sudden they're CMO. And now the teams are running that playbook that they ran to be six to to, love, to elevate their career. 
And that's the way we've always done it in SaaS is something that I, I, I hear from individuals. And, and that's how you make things predictable is something that I hear from individuals. We've all heard those things. And to me, that's where the divide happened. There was the divide between the people doing things the way we've always done things and then the people that are moving towards more value-driven things or value-driven concepts and ideas. And to me, those individuals were modern-day marketers because they were different than who I was at that point in their career. I was obsessed with my KPIs during my first run. I was more, I wish I was more obsessed with my, my audience. And so all of this work that over the last year that I've just dedicated a majority of my time to has paid off because it has allowed me to really realize who the individual is that I want to reach with things that I'm doing, content that I'm creating, and that's the modern day marketer. Well, last week I had a, a, a moment that was, that was pretty cool, or I guess a couple weeks ago as we record this. I was sitting in a meeting, go-to-market meeting, and there's a conversation happening with, within my team. And everyone started asking the questions like, is this something the modern day marketer would do? What would a modern day marketer think about this? And I was sitting back because this was the first time that I had heard anyone say modern day marketer or use modern day marketer in that way internally. And for me, that was a massive win. The playback is one of the biggest points of validation that we can have in marketing. We create our message we use it in our marketing materials. We continue to use it. And sometimes it falls on deaf ears and never it doesn't even get heard. Well, not only was my message that I had been sharing with the team, not only was it heard, but it started to it started to get repeated. And this was awesome. And I was getting ready to say, hey everyone, like, can I tell you how freaking cool this is that you're set using the words? modern day marketer right now. And before I could say that, Jonathan said to me, hey, Brett, can we get a definition of exactly what a modern day marketer is? Because if we have that definition, that can help inform some of the things we're talking about here and maybe can inform some of what we're doing from a, a product direction. Instead of just saying, okay, here's what a modern day marketer is, I, I said, hey, let me let me take a step back. Let me think about it and let me get give you all a response. So I did what I do and what makes me comfortable. And what makes me comfortable is writing. I love writing. I think writing is a skill, a marketing skill that will never go away. I know it seems like people are reading less and people are scrolling through their feeds, but good copy is never going to get old. And so what I wanted to do was say to myself, hey, my team needs clarification around what a modern day marketer actually is. The rest of the people that are listening to what we have to say probably care too. So that's when I wrote this article. I published this article last week. You can check it out on juicehq.com. Go to the slice. I'll put it in the show notes. But the question I answered in the title of the post is, what is a modern day marketer? And I think at the core, 
what I tried to explain was that the modern day marketer is the catalyst for change in B2B marketer. It is those individuals that don't give a shit about running their boss's playbook, but see the audience right in front of them and want to do whatever they can to provide value because they believe in the long game. They believe in winning their hearts and minds and the power of building brand. That value that they that they are obsessed with giving their audience outweighs the metrics that are given to them by their boss. And I think that's really substantial. Modern day marketers, they're sobered up from being drunk on dashboards the last several years. I think the modern day marketer believes in tracking metrics, but refuses to play the volume game. I think the volume game is something that I know has cut struck a chord with the modern day marketer and the modern day marketer wants to push quality over quantity. The modern day marketer writes for pe- people and not machines. She's tr- true to the authenticity of the brand she is building and refuses to compromise it by distributed, shitty, keyword infested blog posts. We've all seen those. They don't help. They're just published to try to get placement. Transactional thinking. The modern day marketer removes content roadblocks and is focused on the experience. She's coming from a place of abundance with the content that she creates and understands the value of letting it fly free. I want to shout out Nicole Klemp. Nicole wrote an article in our B2B Marketing Sucks series called Gated Content Still Sucks. But in the article, she talked about letting content fly free, and it was one of my favorite pieces. You can check that out on thejuicehq.com. The modern-day marketer values creating community. She doesn't believe in the transactional nature of co-marketing opportunities, but seeks long-term brand-building opportunities from others who share a similar mindset. Now, when I think of co-marketing, I think of, oh, let me get, you give me this list, I'll give you that list, we'll give it to our SDRs bother a bunch of people and nothing comes out of it. That's not, I'm talking about collaboration, long-term relationships. There is a whole lot more to talk about with the modern day marketer, but I wanted to share my process for uncovering who the modern day marketer was. And this is something that I'm going to continue to talk about. Next week, I want to talk about me-centered marketing and all the old way and compare it to the modern day marketer and provide some clarity around it. We're going to be creating a mini series that we're going to talk through the values of a modern day marketer and those hit those bullets and talk about them in depth and probably much more. I'm excited to continue to use this platform to elevate the modern day marketer. And if you're a modern day marketer out there, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear about what you're doing to push for change in B2B marketing and push for change at the companies that you support. I'm really excited about this. There's a lot of other cool things going on in the works that are just getting started. But my goal here is to not only share my point of view, but also bring in others to share theirs too. So there's a little teaser. There's going to be something fun coming down the road. I'll talk about what it is on this episode as I'm able to push forward on it, but it's going to be really cool. I really appreciate the time. Hopefully this conversation helped you understand how I got from 
trying to figure out who the hell we're supposed to market to, to being crystal clear on a definition of that individual. More 3C podcast as always. I'll have another conversation this Friday. It's a good one. I got my man Sangram, co-founder of Terminus. He just released a new book called Move. It's good stuff, man. I really enjoyed the conversation. Look forward to that episode on Friday. In the meantime, you can reach me at Indy McGrath on Twitter. It's the easiest way to get a hold of me. If you like what we're doing over here, hit the subscribe button, tell a content marketing or tell a marketing friend about the 3C podcast. Tell them you're enjoying this. I do appreciate it. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We'll be back with more 3C coming at you soon. Music.